Hey people, I have another update on Entitled Cousin. He is the douche canoe that said I should bend to the will of the family. I'm out of ideas of nicknames. <laughs> um, douche canoe is great. <laughs> We're still waiting for the court meeting, but some charges are being added next to vandalism and destruction of personal property. No, he didn't scratch our cars or slash our tires this time, smart man. The word is instead, he got to meet Fru-Fru, our neighbor's dog, and our neighbor. As it is summer, my husband and I decided to go on a holiday in our own country again. Due to the vid, we didn't feel going abroad to our holiday home. We are vaccinated, although our children are not. We had a blast. Kids could go to the pool a couple of times. We had to make some reservations and made friends with the other kids. Halfway through our holiday, we got a call. My little brother, he's younger than me, but taller. Little brother of mine called to tell the entitled cousin had been arrested again. Oh my God. This time the douche canoe actually found our home and you lovely people can try and guess what he did. Oh my God, I don't want to. Did he try to throw rocks at the windows? No, okay. Did he spray graffiti on the house? Again, no. No, Mr. Smarty Pants tried breaking in. <sighs> our home has a big wooden fence around our backyard, but the position of the wooden planks makes it impossible or at least difficult to climb them. Entitled cousin had come in the dead of the night slash early morning hours and used a ladder to climb the fence. So he's in our backyard now, tools in hand. He starts getting busy trying to open the back door. Good luck with that. Our neighbor walks her dog Fru-Fru early in the next morning. So our neighbor takes Fru-Fru out for his walk for a little pee and poop for the day quite early. Our neighborhood loves the guy and his loyal friend. More than once, he has found people at homes who should not be there. Our neighbor and doggy Fru-Fru walk, find themselves looking at a ladder standing against the fence of my house. Our neighbor knows the situation and that we are not home. So the neighbor hears some noise at our back door and realizes what is happening. So what does he do? He lets Doggy Fru-Fru climb the ladder and jump into our yard. That's amazing. Uh... Fru-Fru sees entitled cousin, starts growling. And who's Fru-Fru? Fru-Fru is a sweet, caring, funny, and protective as heck cane corso of our neighbor. It's a type of dog. How did he get the name of Fru-Fru? Well, our neighbor's wife loves Beauty and the Beast, and the little dog turns seat as the name. So entitled cousin sees Fru-Fru, who is not amused at seeing a stranger in his yard. Entitled cousin is apparently not so smart and throws a couple of tools in Fru-Fru's direction. Fru-Fru is having none of it barks and charges. Entitled Cousin barely manages to climb onto a table before Fru-Fru gets to him. Fru-Fru is a trained dog, so he doesn't bite until ordered to. Meanwhile, our neighbor is standing on the ladder, pissing his pants at the girly screams of Entitled Cousin while calling the cops. Entitled Cousin is taken away in the back of a police car and has to stay in jail until his hearing. Our lawyer demanded that he not be released until his hearing. The no contact order is apparently not sufficient to keep him away though. We managed to send a security footage to the legal people involved and Fru-Fru got some nice doggy snacks and neighbor and his wife were also thanked. I have to admit one thing though. When we got back, the kids went to spend the night at their friends for some slumber party time. Husband and I went to watch the footage and it was gold. And yes, we grabbed ourselves some drinks and popcorn to watch again and again. Next part. 
I received several messages of cousins who heard through a lot of people that I had money. Not more cousins, please. Bro, at this point, at this point, are we not on like seventh cousins, eighth cousins, and ninth cousins? Bro, the whole world is hearing that OPS money. This is not good. This is not good. Oh. When I read this, I was mentally preparing for yet another shitstorm. Yup, they were pissed. They wanted to know why I didn't tell anyone. One of them ranted and raved about how unfair everything was and I could have let them know, yada, yada, yada. When she was finally done, I asked, perhaps rather rudely, if she was done and if I could explain. I made one group and I wrote the whole story of what happened in that. I ended with the words, in bold, underline, huge letters. This is why I never told you. Yeah, because the other family grouped up and attacked her. Okay, please let the cousin stop. Please, guys, can we? Yo, throw a no more cousins in the comment section, please. No more cousins. Forget divorce chance. No more cousins. No more cousins. I'm done. Several were shocked that what happened did happen. I asked them why they were upset. I didn't tell them. No one really answered that until I said that maybe because they wanted to benefit from. It. Some said, no way. And how can you think that of? I answered that the reason I think is because of all the crap that has hit my fan. I have lost trust people in general because of this. To make a long story short, a couple of them asked if they could get, yes, get, not borrow, some money. Others said they would like to borrow some if possible. So I uploaded a document of my cousin who got the certified loan that I had signed. Told them what was stated in the document were the rules. They could read it or not. One cousin asked if I could give him a call. I did. Turns out his daughter has a severe illness. Without treatment, she'll likely pass away. I won't name it for anonymity's sake. There is a treatment in the US that could help her. Chances remain slim, but if it is a success, his daughter might live and live a somewhat good quality of life. Unfortunately, that treatment is not paid for by the insurance company. I didn't trust it after so many stories and asked for details. He asked if I could come visit. His daughter was in the hospital. He didn't lie. God, that girl. She's in her early 20s, but still. Tubes and monitors everywhere. Books on the bed as she's trying to do some homework. I could almost see the fact that she was passing away, standing at her shoulder, waiting. She was so, and it ends there. We had a talk and eventually her attending doctor came in and explained a bit. Later, I went with the doctor to his office, explained the rest. I went home afterwards. He verified the doctor's name and field, etc. Once again, I have to say, I don't know where this cousin is located and also like the millionth cousin that's come out of the woodwork, but my God, again, OP just goes above and beyond. Like OP has really, I'm just in OP's corner. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm in OP's corner. Cousin and I talked again on the phone. I told him that I hadn't made a decision yet and wanted to know if they wanted money for medical cost only. He confirmed that. His wife and mother of the daughter would go to the US and they had money to cover her expenses. It would be tight, but they wanted only money for the medical costs. Husband and I talked and we agreed. We agreed to help, but again, with strict rules. We would only pay the amount we were given. The US hospital gave them a number. We would pay the hospital directly and other important detail. Only thing we asked in return is that in the event of success and failure, they would put a certain amount of money towards research in installments if necessary. A tragic, but I will give it to OP, a smart thing to do. 
Our lawyer drew up the contract and asked another lawyer to review it. This lawyer is specialized in the medical field. I called his cousin again and I told him I had thoroughly examined the entire situation. I had been played and lied to. I was attacked in many ways and I had lost my trust in people. I thanked him for his honesty in the situation, commented how hard it must be for him. I then asked him if his wife was listening. She wasn't, but he put her on the speakerphone. I then told them the news. Only thing I heard were tears, cries. I told them that I had strict rules, sent them the draft the document. I asked them to ask a lawyer or maybe the hospital lawyer to review it. They agreed we could sign. Later, their daughter called. Same story as her parents. I just hope this time around, the money will do good. Her doctor contacted me and we are going to arrange the financial details once the contract has been signed between my cousin and I. Other family members of mine have done the greedy grabby hand. No, this answer was simple. Alongside the number of investment advisors. I told them good luck and I blocked all the beggars. I don't worry as much about them finding out where I live. My parents, brother, his wife, my sister-in-law can win a tight-lipped contest with an oyster. I have an update once more on the whole saga. I don't know if more updates will follow, but if something happens, I'll post here. The good news is that most of my family members have stopped bothering me and my husband. Finally, editors, can we get a, a glorious hallelujah background and angel noise? Finally. Ah! Eldest has a social media account that we go through together, and he has received some nasty things on. Eldest blocked them, reported them, and thanks to our dear lawyer friend who sent some letters, it got relatively quiet once again. Those with a no contact order in place have suddenly reached out more often. People husband and I haven't spoke to slash with in years contacted us more often. We kept it polite and pleasant. <laughs> How many family members do you have? I can't anymore. Entitled cousin had to pay several fines, damages, and two years of probation. Remember, that's the one that snuck into their house with the ladder. He tried to threaten us again. We told him Fru-Fru would love to meet him again. My blabbermouth sister-in-law knows in which town we live now. Entitled cousin seems to have told her, and we have seen her around town. We hope she stays away as per the no-contact order from the freaking courts. The bad news is is about my cousin with a sick daughter. She was eventually allowed to go home for a while, although with a lot of equipment medication. But hey, everyone was happy that the daughter was home for a little while. Since the beginning of the pandemic, the daughter quarantined and rarely went out. Same goes for the dad and the mom. They hardly allowed visitors over, Elder children had quarantined, tested themselves before ever coming over, and wore masks when they came over, etc. They took every measure to heart, and they were warned that the vid would slash could be the end of her. The times they went out were the times that they knew places would be quiet and people would be scarce. They took some sort of subscription to get groceries delivered to their house on a weekly basis. The driver, bless his heart, found out about the situation and even went as far to disinfect and mask himself, even though he only put the groceries at the door. He also wiped the handles of the crates in the bags. The dad and the mom managed to work from home the entire time, but it was hard on them. I will cut the story shorter. The daughter did pass away. She did contract the vid, and due to her already weak immune system, she passed. She didn't contract it in form of her parents or sibling. They tested regularly just to be on the safe side. 
The likely source, a relative of the mother. The guy was someone who didn't take the vids seriously. He went someplace and got symptoms afterwards. He went to get himself tested because his boss didn't want him at a job site without a negative test. Relative works in construction. Well, wouldn't you know, he did test positive. Health services explained what he had to do. His boss did the same. Boss would keep paying him, but the relative did have to stay home in quarantine. But back to the story, the mom and the dad had troubles with some leak. The daughter's room was next to the bathroom and they had been seeing some wet spots on her bedroom wall. Figuring it was a leak, they called this relative. They asked him if he had time and they explained the situation and they asked him to take the precautions. He said he would take the precautions and told him he had tested negative on a test. Maybe he thought that since he couldn't do work, he would do this instead. He had to come to the daughter's room, several things done and took his mask off several times to cough saying it was so hot and he needed some fresh air. He was reminded every time to get that thing back on and he was asked to leave and not return after a couple of times. The work wasn't finished, but they didn't care. The leak was found and taken care of with a temporary fix. A couple of days later, the daughter got very sick and had to be transported to the hospital. She did test positive. To say people are devastated is an understatement. The dad called me in tears a couple days after her passing. His tears were enough to know what had happened. In the background, I could hear her mother screaming. It turns out she was calling her relative about her daughter's passing and he informed her that he was positive the time that he was there to help fix things. My cousin said goodbye quickly and went to deal with them. I don't know what happened afterward. Only thing I know is that the mother cursed and yelled at him for lying while knowing the daughter was sick and he had the vid and it was a real threat to her. We did get an invite for her online funeral. Husband and I both attended. We sent some flowers and a card. It was almost two months ago. The dad video called last night. This wasn't a man anymore, more of a shell. Still so lost after the loss of his daughter, his only daughter. His wife, they're not doing that great at all. It seems heartbreaking. We talked about funds and they wanted to thank us anyway. We told them we wanted to donate that amount for research and they were glad we wanted to do so. That's the update for now. Sooner than I would have wanted and not the news I had hopes of sharing. Stay safe and I hope you have a good and above all healthy holiday and there's another one. I thought I had no more updates would be needed as peace seemed to have returned. Wasn't long, however. Last time I gave an update on the situation with my cousin. Now I write this as it is entitled cousin and blabbermouth related. For the people not familiar, blabbermouth, it starts with entitled cousin and blabbermouth staying in touch with each other. They kept complaining and apparently blaming all of their misfortunes on me. I am the source of their problems, and if I had just done what I was supposed to do, then none of all the bad things that would have happened happened. Entitled Cousin then had the bright idea that I should be punished. So what did they talk about? Well, it put me in the hospital. Entitled Cousin had some of his friends follow me. Since I don't work at the regular office hours, it took me about three weeks before I noticed the same person following me around. I got scared as I have been followed in the past. Nothing came of it, but it made me vigilant. I took some precautions to be sure and made the reports with law enforcement and asked our nice neighbor and his wife if he could keep an eye out. And they would. The nice neighbor has an experience as a private investigator, law enforcement, and specializes in training for police dogs and such. It happened about two and a half weeks before Christmas. 
I was walking on the street talking on my phone when entitled cousin and that buddy of his dragged me in a quiet street and proceeded to attack me. In a lull, I managed to hit the man where it hurt a lot, add some blows where I could before I set off an alarm of a ship's horn to alert people and do my best to get away. Where I'm from, civilians aren't allowed to carry. Police and ambulance came, reports were made, the whole shebang. I was brought to the hospital and the damage, oh, a lot of bruises, six broken ribs and a broken wrist and bruising organs. Oh my God, I'm doing all right. I had to stay for a little while as there are concerns about my lungs livering. Now, who is wondering where Blabbermouth is in the story? Don't worry, I'll tell you. To preface, in the time we have lived in this neighborhood, the nice neighbor and his wife have become friends of mine and my family. They both know what has happened, they know about the money, and they've provided friendships, a set of extra eyes, and a dog for my children. The nice neighbor and his wife, they don't have children, not their choice, and have become an aunt and uncle to my children. The children love them, and are Frufru's biggest fans. Oh, so it's it's Frufru's owner. Okay, that makes sense. The kids, the neighbor and his wife, just a bit are begging for a sleepover with. So after quarantine, testing negative on PCRs and such, them and Frufru had my children. That's pretty cute. Blabbermouth found out where my kids were. I think she had been following them. And on the day that Entitled Cousin and his buddy were attacking me, she went to them while they were outside and tried to convince them to come with her. When they refused, she grabbed the youngest and tried to drag him with her. Bad move, Blabbermouth. Frufru needed his walk and my children took him for that walk. My neighbor was around, but not close enough to intervene swiftly. There was no need because Frufru did. The moment she tried to drag my youngest away, Frufru came sprinting towards them and started barking his head off, growling when he wasn't. My neighbor heard his dog, saw who was there with my kids, and called the cops while running towards the situation. A little while later, Blabbermouth got to quality test the backseat of a police vehicle. Thank God. According to the nice neighbor, she was behaving like a Karen. Hoping I use that term right. Telling everyone that was in the vicinity how nice neighbors should be arrested for having a vile and dangerous dog and that she didn't do anything wrong. False, blabbermouth. She's out on bail and charged with attempted child abduction and breaking of the non-contact order. Entitled cousin and his buddy also had bail set and paid it along with some charges. As to what blabbermouth was thinking, I don't know. I know that Entitled Cousin's idea was to attack me. Oh, that, oh, I mean, it's, oh, uh, we're, I mean, probably you watching right now, I struggle to find for that because, you know, all of this before was, was disgusting. OP has been attacked before. The way that the Entitled Cousin did it, disgusting, vile, those words don't even begin to describe what that is. I am shocked. See, I'm in shock. Um, my husband had a not so nice chat on the phone with entitled cousin mommy as she called him and asked if we could drop the charges. Yeah, freaking right. Absolutely. Turns out that entitled cousin's boss fired him. Good. He deserves to be fired. It seems that he had some disciplinary action going against him already. And this was the final straw in his boss's eyes. Thank you, God. Entitled cousin got to his work only to be led into the office met with his resignation paper we found out where his whole bow to the will of a family crap came from mommy dearest she basically told my husband that if i had done what they had asked then nothing would have happened disgusting 
I was from outside the family. So is she married into the uncle of my husband. So I should do as I was told. I just had enough time to get out some sweet snacks and a drink to listen to the sounds of him going ballistic. It was lovely and scary to hear. I took the phone when he took a breather and told her she heard what he had to say and the whole spiel of contact my lawyer, harassment, yada, yada, click and block. She hasn't called since. Note, entitled cousin now had a good job that paid well. His wife also works and they are able to pay the bills, save some as well, and have some extra to spend. I so hope he loses all of his jobs. His wife divorces him because again, like you have to be evil. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm speaking. He and his wife and family have a comfort. It's not like they're in dire straits with that. So for people commenting, he must be desperate for money. I think you got to be evil. After this incident and a couple of attempted break-ins, a neighborhood watch was formed. That's, that is good. That is good. We gave the people involved a photo of Blabbermouth and Entitled Cousin and told them that we had a no contact order against them and asked them to call law enforcement if they were spotted in the neighborhood. All in all, we had a nice Christmas and New Year's. We're doing as well as can be. I am still sore and have to go to the hospital for checkups. My husband and I are progressively getting concerned since Entitled Cousin and Blabbermouth are not deterred by the piece of paper that states no contact order. Moving again is out of the question. When my husband and I were talking about it one night while the kids were in bed, Eldest had come downstairs and overheard us. He was adamant that he didn't want to move. His reasons were that if they did this and we would move again after each escalation, we would keep moving. He felt safe in this home and with Fru-Fru and the nice neighbors and his wife in the vicinity. The other two agreed when we talked to them in the morning. Kids are shaken, but doing relatively well. Due to what happened, we were also looking into therapy for all of us. That is a very smart move. The youngest is quite shaken, but is now thinking of how cool it was that Fru-Fru protected him and how Blabbermouth was trying to climb a car. God. Eldest understands what has happened a bit better and is more fearful. Our nice neighbor and his wife have offered Fru Fru for sleepovers so the kids feel safe. We are also thinking about getting our own Fru Fru. I was actually just about to mention that. Nice neighbor has already offered in the purchase and training of the dog, and my husband is frantic with worry about what might have happened and what entitled cousin might try. We are going to do some research on how to protect ourselves further. We are talking with law enforcement our dear lawyer and other people to see what is possible in terms of the law without turning our neighborhood into a heavy security prison or something like that. And ladies and gentlemen, one final update to the story. I didn't think I would come back with an update so soon. Grab the snacks and drinks, turn on the music and dance with me or more for me, my ribs still hurt. Entitled cousin and blabbermouth have been arrested. Yes, I'm so happy. And are now finding out how the jail looks from the inside. Yes, yes. Hubby and I were both called by them, begging us to drop the charge. With this, they broke the no contact order and the bail order. We got everything recorded and then called law enforcement immediately along with my lawyer. They were arrested. I just received the news. Huge butt wiggle from me. And a small update as I don't have a lot to tell on this, but I thought you might want to hear. Entitled Cousin and Blabbermouth are still getting used to their new environment aka prison, they are not gonna be released again until trial. We hope they won't change, so happy dance for us, but Entitled Cousin met someone else and that one is karma. 
and karma is a B. I was informed of this by none other than Entitled Cousin's wife, henceforth known as Wonder Woman. His wife came to my house not to yell at me, curse me, or threaten me. No, she came to thank me. I was apprehensive and didn't allow her inside, but what she did through the mail slot to me made me invite her in. Her story. Entitled cousin was apparently financially and emotionally abusive. He never laid a hand on her or their children and never abused their children, but whatever money she made, he made sure he got it. She was only allowed to work for cash so he could get his hands on it easier. Whatever savings she had, he had forced her to surrender in the name of we are a unit. Disgust. This man is beyond disgust. We, we already know that. We already know that. She was broken and afraid. He had threatened divorce and taking the children because no judge would ever give her custody since she couldn't support them. In that case, he wouldn't allow her to see them as she was a bad wife and mother for leaving him. <sighs> But now that he was behind bars, she found the rest of the courage she needed and access to all of the bank accounts, joint and her own, as well as other important things. She already had contact with a divorce lawyer, but was too afraid to go through with it. Her parents had talked to her many times and told her to get some real legal advice. She finally did, but was biding her time. So... When Entitled Cousin got arrested and was sent to prison for a longer stay this time, she got the locks changed, the houses in her name, inheritance, etc., put all the things in boxes, closed a joint account after dividing the money equally, and did a whole list of other things I can't remember. And on the same day he was served with the papers, his parents got a lot of boxes with stuff and a letter. She was divorcing him. The stack of papers she gave me? A copy of the divorce paper. She was crying. She was and has been so afraid. Apology after apology about not being able to stop him from doing all of those things. The reason she came was to let me know this and how me getting attacked and entitled cousin breaking the bail was the miracle she needed. She apologized because my misery enabled her escape. I told her I wasn't angry at her. Wow. She did what she could. I was a bit surprised about the speed of everything, but with help from her parents, her family, and her friends, she had been planning her flight to freedom, as she called it, for at least seven to eight months. What set her in motion was the visit, all the cousins coming over, if you remember from the very beginning of the story. And along with that, he had said about it all. It lifted whatever blindness she had had. She finally believed those words others had said about the, her husband. It took some time, but after getting help, she started planning everything. She's afraid, but relieved, crying tears of joy, fear, and sadness all at the same time. And she kept apologizing, although I ensured her she had nothing to be sorry about. Her parents are helping out financially for the moment as she's looking for a job. I asked her about what she used to do after telling me I gave a call to an old friend of mine. I knew he was looking for someone and asked if he could send the job description as I know someone who might fit it. She looked and told me that this might work. Friday, she called me saying that she has an interview next week. Fingers crossed. We had a good chat and I gave her my number so she could call me if she needed help. I'm good at budgeting and next week I'm going to her and I'm going to help her. So Entitled Cousin is in prison for the time being, but when he gets out sooner rather than later, I would rather later, it will be crappy for him. He will have no job no home, no wife, no support from friends. His buddy told the friend group everything and they dropped him so fast as if he was a live grenade, a record, and he might not be able to go to his parents and his father is furious and has disowned him. And that is how up until this point, titled cousin meets karma. Let's see what else life and hopefully karma has in stock for entitled cousin. 
Let's take a breath together. Ready? Wow. We have been through it. Everyone watching this show. If you've made it this far, I appreciate you hanging with me for all of this time. No Sam. I've been missing Sam this whole episode. Wow. Um, I mean, there's so many things you can say here. One, I think that OP has been through it. When I say been through it, I mean, that is an understatement. Um, I think it honestly kind of opens your eyes to empathy through people who may come across, you know, good fortune like OP did. Uh, OP did, I think, the absolute best she could have done and did way, 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 way more than she ever needed to do. And she was punished in the most gruesome, disgusting, awful way imaginably possible it seemed like she held her head high through all of that, that she, you know, still tried to look for the best in people in so many areas, but, and then finally did kind of reach this point where she's like, I need to make sure I'm protecting myself and my family and, and everything else, which of course, and I'm so glad that she came to that. Um, just a disgusting turn of events for the family. I mean, imagine your own family turning on you, like just beyond off, you know, the 20 cousins coming up, Uncle Bob, the entitled cousin, blabbermouth, like all of these people. It's it's so insane to think of how money, even money given, blabbermouth received so much, so much from everything and still did all of this to her. Um, I'm hoping the best for OP and for her family. I'm glad that OP at least got some, you know, great resources and hopefully outside of all of this stuff, a good life. It seems like she has a very, very, very level head on her shoulders. Uh, I wish the worst for entitled cousin blabbermouth, all of, all of the cousins and family that did all of that awful, disgusting and, uh, unspeakable things to OP. And most of all, and again, I thank you for being with me on the story. I don't know, I'm feeling much closer to you guys uh, after reading this story, after doing a solo episode. We've, we've, we've spent a lot of time together on this solo episode. So all I guess I have to say is thank you for watching. Uh, I hope this show helps you. You know, we get comments of people saying that um, you know, they're going through a hard time, spouses in the hospital, something like that. Um, we always hope that the show is a place of solace. You can go, you can hang with your friends, Sam and John. Um, I know this story had ups and downs. I hope that's what it was for you today. I hope you have the best day ever. Me and Sam, love you. Have a great one. See you on the next episode. Riley, I heard you got a bum left shoulder. What happened? Yeah, so I was in the doing CrossFit workout, doing some thrusters. Oh, yeah. And yeah, thrust. I, at, on my, like, ninth rep, I went up, and it went like this. Ooh. And my left shoulder just freaking gave out. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, and it's been bothering me a lot, and I, I don't know what How to do How long ago it. was that? Uh, it happened, like, six months ago, but... Oh, that's I'm a just, while. Yeah, I'm just, like, ignoring it because, you know, you know I'll get stronger. I'll get no, better. No, no, no. You should ignore it. You got to get that checked out. Yeah, and you know where you need to go, Riley? ZocDoc! That's right, ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you. And instantly book appointments to them online. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated Patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. And you can filter for ones that take your insurance. And treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 72 hours. Sometimes even the same day. I use ZocDoc 
We use ZocDoc. We should all use ZocDoc. Go check them out right now. Go to ZocDoc.com slash OKOP and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash OKOP. ZocDoc.com slash OKOP. And let's get back to the show. This is an episode from Deep Within the Archives. Time for OKOP Rewired. My best friend of 24 years, born a male, is now a transgender woman. I'm in love with her and I'm not sure what I should do. Here we go. This is, I, I'm, I'm excited to read this because it's, you know, like, hey, if you got the feelings, you got the feelings. He's got the feelings. Hey, he's, he's got the feelings. We'll see where these feelings lead us. Let's go. My friend and I, both 24 years old, have been best friends our entire lives. We're practically brothers. Our parents grew up together, went to the same schools, and my friend and I were together ever since we were little babies. We've always had each other's back, protected one another, cared for one another. When the whole world felt like it was against us, both of us knew we could always look out for each other. There we go. That's, That's beautiful cute. friendship. Beautiful friendship. My friend is an amazing person, someone I can go to and trust completely. I'm blessed to have this person in my life. Well, my friend transitioned to a female a few months ago. She's completely physically a woman and goddamn she's hot as fuck oh yeah <laughs> she's been through hormone replacement therapy these past few years and seeing her becoming so much happier is amazing to see i'm absolutely proud of her it's beautiful to see my friend now be so free being comfortable with herself and mm. always having the greatest smile on her face but i'm falling in love with her and these feelings they aren't going away no they ain't I'll admit that I'm in love with my friend, the friend I've known for 24 years who is stealing my heart and I have no idea what to do. I don't want to lose my friend, but my feelings of friendship for her are turning to romantic sexual feelings of attraction. So after my friend transitioned, we continued hanging out and talking like nothing changed. We continued going out to clubs, bars, the movies, restaurants, playing video games. Nothing changed. We just kept doing what we always did. Mm. But during this time, that's when my feelings started to change. I started falling in love with her. And you know what attracted me to her? Hmm. her the way she is i spoken to another close friend of mine about this and i just got made fun of he was like haha you want to fuck your bro seriously <laughs> that's practically what i got hey I, hey <laughs> so what if he wants to fuck his bro and that's not his bro yeah so, it's okay uh, to be homosexual that's right <laughs> yeah <laughs> sex with the homies i'm fucking baby. with my homies okay <laughs> Stop it. They didn't understand where I was coming from and they didn't understand what an insanely amazing person my friend is. Hey, love is love, man. Dude, come on. This friend of mine feels it's creepy and nasty. I'm falling for my best friend, but they also aren't taking my friend's transition seriously, which is another reason they're acting immature. I'm just scared of losing my friend. What will our families think? What happens if my friend and I do end up together and our, and our families suddenly start to panic? Plus, if I plan to even confess my feelings for her, I'm going to have to do it soon because she's always being asked out on dates, but she tells me she's looking for the right person to spend time with. She's spending I, know, I know someone you could spend some time with. Yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Who are you spending all the time playing video games, going out to restaurants and doing stuff with? OP. You know, so just do it. I feel like this is my opportunity to confess, but I don't know if I should. I just don't want to confess how I feel and ruin my relationship with my friend. If you have any advice, please share it. I have no clue what to do. So, John, what are your thoughts? You know, uh, we are clearly so qualified to yes. as two cis white straight males. We have all, we have all the answers and everything you need here. But anyway. I, so I'm wondering, like, like it, I'm wondering. So is it because the transition? 
that OP's feeling all these feelings like oh damn like 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 is OP straight right and then he's like oh shit my best friend is now a girl and now I'm attracted right like like hey I'm usually attracted to women women you yeah. know what I mean so it's like now my friend is transitioned to, to a woman and it's like he already clearly had that love as like a, a friend, friend and like spending time with each other like you know my girlfriend is like oh this is my best friend like I mm-hmm. love just hanging out with her you know what I mean so I could totally oh. see how like now that it's like okay now I'm like physically attracted to her as well mm-hmm. so you know yeah and 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 it's like it's so wild because like I mean I I think I think the big the crux of the issue here is like OP is like sexually confused. It's like, okay, he probably identifies as straight, but he's like, okay, now I like am falling in love with this trans woman. Like, what does that make me? And like, there's a lot of confusion there, which like, I don't know what to, what to tell you there, but I will say it's like, look, if you like, it's, it's hard, it's hard to find like a partner that you like really love. So it's like, if this is someone that you love, like, share your real feelings and give it a shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And John, there's an update. Oh, shit. Screw it. I'm going for it. I'm going to ask out my friend. It's Saturday, 1 p.m. right now. I'm going to see if she wants to go on a date tonight. I'm going to message her to see if she's home and I can stop by. And while I'm there, I'm going to ask her out. Oh, yeah. Update two. I got a date tonight. Hey, I was insanely nervous walking to my friend's house, but I can't stop smiling. Wow. I actually got a yes for my friend. One issue I had was where was the date going to be? I had no idea. I remember she loves this eighties bar grill that has karaoke every night and tacos. So that's where we're going tonight is going to be tacos, drinks, eighties music and karaoke. Sounds like a freaking perfect date. It does. Um, I told her pretty relaxed. I didn't rush into it, showed up, started talking like usual. And that's when I asked her, I told her I would love to take her out on a date tonight and I've been wanting for the longest time. I definitely tried to hide my face from blushing because she had a huge smile when I asked her out. She's even extra excited because we're going to her favorite place. I feel like asking her out made her feel comfortable to flirt with me. She started complimenting me and even kissed me on the cheek before I left. She definitely felt more intimate, if that makes sense. She says she's going to get extra pretty for the date tonight. I'll admit, I'm really looking forward to that. Although it's impossible for her to get extra pretty, seeing as she's already gotten that pretty already. OP, come on. You're, you're too sweet. So there's another update. Hey! All of you were right about her dropping hints at me because she said she was dropping so many and I never caught on to them. Which it was like, you know that hint she dropped where she was like, oh, like I wish I could find someone to spend time with. Oh, that was a hint, yeah. Gotcha. I admit, I suck at stuff like that. We laughed it off and were happy to finally be on a date. My biggest goal of the night was to kiss her. And she kept winking at me the entire night. I was being hesitant to kiss her. I was worried a kiss can be too much. This was me overthinking again. I feel like she knew I was being hesitant. So she ended up kissing me and didn't hold back either. Wrapped her arms around me and I did the same. For the moment we kissed, my nerves the rest of the night were completely gone. We didn't act like friends anymore. We acted a lot more than that. We became more and more intimate with each other. And uh, bada bing, bada boom. Seems like they're dating. Ooh-wee. So happy for you, OP. Seems like it all worked out. You crushed it. I'm, I'm loving this. Hey there, beautiful. You just reached the OKOP hotline. It's so high. You got two big, fat, sexy thumbs. Big, sexy thumbs. You know what we want you to do with those thumbs? Stick those little piggies right to Spotify and slide them in OKOP's about section and rate five stars. Oh 
listen to your podcasts. Oh, God. You're going to make me comment on how many five-star reviews we received. Thanks, beautiful. <laughs>